Hey everyone, welcome to Sir Inc.'s The Experience Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything kink. We only cater to adults 18 and above. So remember, this podcast is not safe for work, or as we like to say, NSF. Remember, you can always listen to us during your private time. Hello, kinky and kink curious folk out there. My name is Sir Inc. And today, I have a treat for you. It's a really good conversation with another dominant by the name of Legendary Wolf. It's been a good friend for a couple of years now online. And we finally got time to have a sit down and talk. And it was a great conversation that covered so much. Everything from his journey into the lifestyle of BDSM to alpha males, the current situation of the lifestyle, and most of all, education and the importance of educating newbies and also having education for those that are in the lifestyle that wish to upgrade themselves, upgrade their skills, and upgrade their knowledge. So without further ado, I'm going to let my guy go right into this podcast with his experience on getting into the lifestyle. So please enjoy this conversation. Again, it's, it was so elaborate that I had to make two parts. But when I came in the game, it I got introduced to it through a female dom. Okay. 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 And back then, they were what the classic dominatrix was like. Okay. Right? What the dominatrix were like back then. And the male doms were so rare. It was like finding a unicorn. So these females would, they would be the ones to vet the process of who could get down, who would be introduced, and so on and so forth. And and she put me on, and uh, and we met at a party. And it just happened to be that she picked up on my vibe as a young man. And she okay. was like, yeah, there's something about you. And I was like, look, I'm not into older women like that. So I wasn't going <laughs> to hit on you. So the conversation kicked off, and we ended up, we were friends for a hot minute. And then she was like, if you're, if you're interested in broadening your horizons, I want to introduce you to somebody. And I was like, all right, cool. She took me to this underground party type thing. I met this one gentleman, older cat. At the time, he must have been probably in his early 60s. Nice. Okay. Okay. My man had the Dracula vibe going on. Like, oh. wherever he went, he had nothing but all the finest women following him around. Okay. Dudes, young dudes that came in, good looking, well dressed. They had money the whole night. They couldn't turn a head in the spot. They couldn't turn a head right. unless he said, come here. And so... See that guy? Go be with him. You go be with her. Go and that and dude was just running things like it was. He was smooth. Nice. But the night went on, and I've always been the kind of guy I play the background. I play the shadows because I like right. to observe. And I sat back and I watched this dude command a room. And she came back. She said, "You having a good time?" I said, "Oh yeah, of course." The drinks were live. The food was mm. great. And this is like when they have these feasts. They had it was a spread. Nice. It was high quality drinks and all right. And she said, you look pensive. What's going on? I said, did you bring, bring me here to meet somebody? She says, yeah, the host of the party. I said, is it that gentleman right there? She said, yes. I said, that is probably the best thing you could do for me. She said, why? I said, because whatever he got, I want it. Whatever he got, I want it. And she looked at me like, okay, yeah, we're going to vibe. We're going to talk about this. And it just built from there. And after a 10-year, I'll call it a relationship because we had we had that connectivity, but we never were intimate. Never She had me participate in things as she put me on to different things and taught me techniques and a lot of stuff that some of it is, would be considered antiquated now, but it's still, right. it's still the root of what is now being accepted as the norm. And then when I met this dude, he introduced me to his friend. And the three of us, the three of them, used to allow me at times to get involved with them and participate and learn. And they put me on, man. Like, they put me levels above dudes that had already been in the game 10, 12 years. And I was like four or five years in. Right. A young kid. By right. the time I was 27, I was being invited to host or to be like the what they call the mentor, right. be a mentor of a party, so that I could run things from from whatever what I have to participate. And I was like, 
wow. And she was like, the moves you're making are crazy. Like the things that, that right. I see are going on with you, the things I'm hearing from you. So well, I already had a predilection for the lifestyle. I just didn't know what it was. And then, and from there it just blossomed. And I got into other things and as I found out things, again, a lot of behind the scene things, social media, the current social climate right now allows a lot of people to be aware of the lifestyle without really knowing what they're aware of. Right. They, they kind of, oh yeah, I'm a, I'm kinky or I'm a sub or I'm a right. whatever. Stop, please. You're not. Okay. Chick that has a high sexual appetite. You like to get smacked and spanked. Let's just call it what it is. That's what that is. Yeah. And then, and then it transitions, but there's just so much watering down that for about, I'd say about a good 10 years, I took a step away from the life. Okay. Okay. I, I just, whatever ha I had going on in my personal life stayed as it was, right. but, but I didn't interact. I didn't go to the parties. I didn't go to events. I didn't mentor anybody. I didn't take on so nothing. I did nothing. Then I have a real good friend of mine. She's amazing. She's amazing. She's somebody I definitely would love to put in touch with you. Okay. She is like a female me. Okay. Okay. On a younger scale. Okay. So when I tell you she's real and about it. Nice. Neat. Yeah, man. We need yeah. real ones. We need real ones. There's not too many left. Right. Now, the one thing that I would say, I miss that. I miss those events. I miss mm -hmm. those events. I miss being able to go somewhere and see what you saw. And mm -hmm. you know, to see a guy command a room. Is everything you said about how you came into the life is exactly where I want to go with the life. I want to go to that level where we can have function. My brother, somebody want to do a get together. But I want to have function. We can have high quality people there. And, and we just, and it'd be a good function. Like you said, good food, good people, good liquor and all that right. quality time. Now I know that's not going to come with a bunch of people. I know that's going to be a limited group, but as long as we can, as long as I can pull that off, that's what I, right. where I want to go with it. And see the, what would be your, all right. So each event usually has a main attraction. Okay. So the main attraction would be something like a specialist in something going to give like a seminar. I had a conversation with someone about a year ago. And just, I casually mentioned about different tools that we use. And I mentioned that my favorite happened to be a whip, a bull whip. Okay. And like her eyes opened up and she was like, really? And I was like, yeah, and we had a short conversation. And, uh, and it's, if you ask around, there's not too many people that know how to use that. Yes. Without it being calling 911 type thing. And so you would need someone to come in and be like the main event. You would then build this event around, be right. like, okay. We're going to have 10 people there. These 10 people are going to be either doms, subs, or all dominance with the understanding that this is going to be a learning process, this is something that we're going to present so that this is you can add this to your repertoire right. or that you can make this exactly. uh, part of your toolbox when you're doing whatever it is that you're doing with whoever mm -hmm. you're doing it with. A lot of times you get people that allude to their greatness okay okay and show up with just they talk about being a tsunami and they show up like a shallow puddle <laughs> right like, I, I didn't even get right. my toe wet bro what did you really right. bring to the table like not even napkins like you right. right exactly but if you build an event like i'll gladly help you with that you oh know, perfect how to set it up you get a venue mm -hmm. the other thing is you have to have the legality of it the legality of it is you, they have to know that everything is consensual. That has to be signed and approved ahead of time. Everything is being done with a level of secrecy because there are, depending on the state, we're in New York, but it's a little bit different here. There's certain legalities that are not allowed. Like, for an example, if you want to teach, if I mean, you could teach an hour-long or a 45-minute course on penetration. You ask people about penetration, they can't really explain to you the how. Right. They understand the why and the what. How is it only this? Is it this and that? Is it just these two? Is it these three things? Can you use those other things? Should you use those other things? That's right. Why is a cactus off limits? I don't know. You need to learn this. So, <laughs> right, right. And a lot of times people are only able to learn through the experience because there's such a rare opportunity to have that experience. They just go with what they think is the way it should be. And that's why the climate of this lifestyle is so poor right now. Right. Yeah. If you look around and you, even your page, my page, a couple right. of pages that I've been on, just to, one, one of my personal pet peeves. I've been Legendary Wolf since I was in my 20s. Okay. Okay. That name came through different aspects of my life. Okay. One 
as you can see on oh wait one way as, as you can see on the wall behind me yeah okay, the wolf native american then from that point forward then when i joined the marine corps there was a certain aspect of how i conducted myself as a marine that left right. the name and then when i came out and then i started i was introduced and i was immersed into the lifestyle there was a certain aspects about me back then the name was given to me i didn't say hey that sounds cool right. just add that it was given to me the legendary right. part came from when i was in the marine corps okay it just shit sounded nice when i wrote my name i was like all right so i'm gonna keep that but as far as the bdsm lifestyle i've seen so many different types of wolves i'm like holy shit we should right. have a huge pack by now but you can't find one that really could teach you anything right. everybody wants to be called sir master god whatever why what have you done what have you contributed to the lifestyle that makes you such an eminent individual that you should be given that kind of a title given that level of respect to the title. Right. exactly exactly i tell people all the time like there's people that they call me sir because that's their nature as a sub or as right. a respectful individual right so there are sides to it but i don't ever tell somebody oh you gotta call me sir because i'm so-and-so right you, you, you can call me wolf. i'm cool it doesn't have to be all of that extra and that's because and to your point that's how i roll like i said people will come to me and be like sir this and I'm like, and they'll ask me like, how do I, what do I call you? And I'm like, well, they just call me all because to call me sir, I feel as though we have to be there. I have to earn that. And you just coming to me, that is, you're saying like, that's not something I demand that someone mm -hmm. say that until they get to know me and understand why they should respect me in that way. But they right. need a man to know that. You know what, how you are as a man, I respect that enough to call you sir. And I want them to know that they don't need to be just going around calling any dude sir either because not everybody deserves mm -hmm. to be, or master or whatever it is. They don't deserve that title until you actually see the relevancy in their personality, character that they deserve mm -hmm. to be called that. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's so much, there's so much that I wish we could begin like a resurgence of knowledge. There, there's a lot to be taught, especially to the newer individuals coming into the life that are being led by those barely really getting their own feet wet. And yet they're leading the blind. And then you get to the point where, well, damn, now everybody's blind. So we just right. stumbling around. No, we can't have that. So we need to have, we need to have a certain, like a, I don't know, almost like a council that can put forth not necessarily rules. Everybody has their own set of rules. Right. Needs rules. But we, what we need is like a hard blueprint of what the basics are. You can build from that as a foundation. Like right. Absolutely. People, they, they have, you can always Google whatever the hell you want nowadays. What's the difference <laughs> slave and a sub? Yeah. What's the difference? A slave is the person that brings you your sub and hopefully the sub is tasty. Or whatever. But right. There's a lot. There's a lot that goes on that people aren't aware of. There's certain complex interactions and that are necessary. For an example, if you have a sub that just wants to totally commit to being a sub, okay, that's great. How does being a sub fit into your daily life? You right. have kids. You have friendships that you participate in. Are your friends going to be comfortable with you wearing a collar? What if you have feminist friends that right. feel that wearing a collar is derogatory towards women. Right. How are you going to explain that? How are you going to have her respect your perspectives on life so that you can not only be comfortable in your own skin, right. but in the circle of people that you call your friends or your family? Mm -hmm. All of these things, all these things are very important and they're overlooked continuously. 100%. So they get themselves caught up in a situation. And they're like, oh, I don't, do I have to wear my collar at work? Or should I just put it on when I come right. home? Or Right. And then you have the watering down that goes down. You put a collar on a, on a sub, the collar stays on. Right. Choose your collar wisely. Right. It's simple. It's simple. You don't, you right. don't just go, hey, listen, you see this four pound piece of metal? I want it around your neck at all times. Really? Because it's going to set off the metal detector at my job. You got to make it make sense. Yes. And oh my God, it's so funny. You said, it's not funny what you said. I'm glad we're talking about this because. I was talking to a young lady that I advised and mm. I was telling her, look, <clears throat> I know you want to do, however, you want a man and you will like a dime. However, the dude, the guy you're looking for, you're looking, you're telling me what you want for yourself. Mm -hmm. You got kids in your life. So any man that, you, that comes into your life, 
you have to understand that person is going to be a role model for your kids regardless. He might not be a role model in the sense of him taking on responsibility, but he's going to be a symbol of a man in their life. And how he treats you is going to transfer to them. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, yo, so you can't just look at what you want because it's so much more than you. And being a submissive, like how does that transfer down to your kids? If you got daughters, how does that work with them? All this kind of stuff. And I, and just two oh. people are just so focused on, I just need a man. And then, but you don't know if he's an abuser. You don't know if this dude is a child molester. You don't know really anything about a lot of these people. And because of the lifestyle we're in, the kink aspect of it, you never know if people are waging out their past traumas. You don't know if they've been abused when they were young. So these are things that people need to take in consideration, but they gloss over that. And a lot of that is, is as you said, is just lack of education. And, and it's funny because in my life, my family history is a lineage of educators. And so I'm a barber by trade, but I've also, everything that I do ends me, lands me into education. So I became a barber educator. And now I got into this lifestyle. Now I see myself, I've become the educator in the lifestyle. And I'm not as versed as yourself. So I don't necessarily always put my neck out there, but I'm very good at relationships and understanding how relationships work as a foundation. And uh, having fostering friendships for over 30 years with men and women, I kind of know how relationships work with people. and. Mm -hmm. And dealing with different people of my of because of my job of my trade, I have an understanding of people and men especially. And uh, so it's funny that we see these guys out there saying all these things about what it is to be a man. I think some of what gets that doesn't get talked about, except for Kevin talks about this, is just the intelligence and how a man has to look at things intellectually in his life and how he places those things. So. Like you said, okay, you want to be a submissive, but can you fall in line with a man and what he wants? And what he, his priorities become your priorities first. And But to know that circumvented is some of his priorities become you and your kids or his, whatever else y'all got going on. You, if you right. got an ailing mother, like those become part of his priorities. So you have... As you say, we had this whole feminist movement and so many women thinking they're alpha males, alpha females, which I just think y'all just hardworking women at positions of authority. But that doesn't really make you an alpha because when you come home, you're crying about this shit all goddamn day and night. So <laughs> alphas go to work. We come home. We might talk about it a little bit. We have a drink and we go on about a night. We watch the game and we don't really want to talk about work, but they got to unload about work and talk about how they feel. And there's nothing wrong with that. But alphas don't really operate in that way. So I don't, so a lot of these women that think they're alphas, no, you're just a person with authority. But alphas have a dip, alphas don't dwell on things that they don't like, especially work. Because that's work. This is home. When I come in here, shield up. We don't deal right. with that out there. Because men, as you, we are the point between the outside world and our home. We shield our home from the outside world. And any man that allows social media or anything else to run through his house is not a man. Now, that's, there's certain levels There's certain levels of interaction with society that have been changed through the dynamic of, uh, I won't blame the feminist movement at, right. in, as a specific, but mm -hmm. that's part of it. Yes. I believe in empowerment when it comes to women. I Absolutely. Strong as hell. 100%. Women should be one to woman. Absolutely. Not, knock it out the box. Yes. And there's absolutely nothing that a man could take from a woman that strong, but he shouldn't want to. Okay? A man should be strong in his own. Absolutely. Way. Alpha males are solution oriented. Yes. They're not about the problem, they're about the solution. Solutions. And yeah, we can have problems, but when we're home, we'll think about those problems in the sense of how do I solve that? Not how do I cry about that? So you find a solution, you put it into effect. If that solution wasn't good enough, you find another one and you keep it moving. The way that society has separated the household, to me, it's sad because I remember back in the day when you had two parents in the house that were working, they both worked for that one household. It was right. he worked, she worked, his money, her money came together. It was house money. 
Whatever the bills were, we paid the bills, got it done. Then what's left? Okay, that money there goes for vacation. That goes for the kids' education. We need clothes. We need groceries. We need whatever. All the bills are done. We're good. We can lay back. When it came to, I don't necessarily subscribe to traditional roles in the sense of outside of the lifestyle. Traditional roles to me are no longer traditional because we don't live in that society anymore. I have that, that leave it to beaver shit. We don't. You know what I'm saying? We don't. So there's nowhere. The wife is the housewife at home and she's baking pies and shit. Kids go to school. They come home. They do their homework. Dad comes home. He needs his slippers and a newspaper. Nah, man. That's not how it works. We got things to do. So if we're going to keep moving forward, we have to keep that progressive mentality. So whether they both work or one works and she takes care of the home, it doesn't really matter. What is your role? And if you don't know your role, that's the problem. A lot of people don't know their role. Men think that they have to be badasses or that they constantly have to be tough guys and right. out there conquering the world. Listen, the only world you need to conquer is your own, just like in the lifestyle. You don't right. got to worry about what the next Dom is doing with his right. stuff, okay? Worry about how you interact with the people that are putting themselves in your hands, period. That's the end of the story right there. Yes. Period. We, yeah, we have a lot of people that, you know, for an example, like you said about alpha female, I don't feel any kind of way, any negative kind of way about a woman that, that asserts herself. No, not at all. Me, I think society is just too rough for a woman not to, but you have to understand the difference, fundamental difference between yourself and a man. Yes. There's a lot of women that get confrontational with men. Yeah. And I'm, again, this, it sounds a little, a little uh, paradoxical, but it's not, I'm not into, I don't believe a man should hit a woman. No doubt. Uh, me too. And, and as a Dom, that sounds crazy because sometimes that's impact play is part of what we do. But in the sense of violence, yes. a man should never be violent with a woman. Yes. My one and only exception is if a woman puts herself in a position where she is either acting like or representing herself as a man. Yes. If you then become confrontational and feel that it's okay for you to become physical with a man, then you have earned the consequences of doing right. so. Of being treated like you, a man. And when you get handled, you can't be, and then you can't fall back and say, I have a vagina, he abused me. Right. No, I'm sorry, a minute ago, you were the roughest dude on the block. Right. But now, right. now you want to be a woman because you're going to use that because you got your ass handed to you. 100%. We're not going to do that. So, yeah, right. again, this is where a lot of this muddying of the waters in society has made it difficult when we talk to other men. And you can tell within the first five or ten minutes of conversation that they're really not secure in who they are. Right. Like they don't understand what they their role is to themselves as a man. Yo, they don't really understand what their role is to themselves as mm -hmm. men. And I keep telling, I've done a podcast about this. It's uh, the emotionally intelligent man. You, we have to learn more emotional intelligence. As my grandfather, man, he was so man. Older men <clears throat> have a way of saying so much and so little phrase. He always told me, if you need her, if you got, if you have to hit your woman, you don't need her. And he would say, empty wagons make the most noise. Women would love to talk and they will love to argue. He's like, men speak when they need to be heard. And that, Facts. And that just, it, and as I get older, I just, grew, I, as I came through my 20s to my 30s, all those just, those three things just resonated with me so strong because I'm not going to keep going back and forth because that can only escalate to a point with some people. If you have a woman who doesn't have a point where she knows she needs to stop, it can escalate the violence. And right. we're the ones that lose out in that exchange. Always. We're, always and furthermore i just don't feel like i i should have to hit anyone in my household like that that's just right. it is is way too much and guys that cannot control them themselves and control the people that as you said handed themselves to you to protect and guide if you can't get them under control guys that aren't in, intellectual enough and emotionally intelligent enough they resort to violence as a way to get control over over others because they use now you're using fear instead of reasoning right or respect and or respect and uh, and that is what i try to talk to guys about is what i try to tell women about if they're saying they're oh this guy he's an abuser he did this he did that and i'm like yeah there's two people in that situation you didn't have to stay there and play in that at one at the point that it got 
to a point where it was uncomfortable and the respect was lost, you should bounce. I know that's not, I know that's easier said than done in some situations. But this, it takes two, yeah. not just the man who's at fault. The women are at fault too. If you stay there and stay for the abuse, you have, women have to look at themselves as well to say, what is it about me that I'm drawn to that? Something that, that we say a lot in my family is you can't have an argument with one person. Right. So that means if someone puts you in a situation where it's either going to be become an argument, become a fight or whatever, if you walk away from that, whether it's emotionally, mentally, or physically walk away from that scenario, they're left arguing with themselves. There's no argument because they're there talking to so the argument is dead. Right. But one of the aspects, touching back on what you just said a few minutes ago, one of the things that, again, that I've noticed is lost right. in the art of being a man. Right. Because it is, there's an art form to it. There's 100%. an art form to being a man. Absolutely. And in that art form, one of the greatest aspects of that is you have to be a man worthy of respecting. Yes. To have a woman respect yes. you the way it would be necessary for them never to get to the point where they want to become physical, or argumentative, right. or confrontational. Right. Because if you're worthy of respect, the first thing they're going to want to do is communicate. Yes. Communication is key. It doesn't matter what it is you're dealing with. Work, home, family, a loved one, a lover, a yep. friend, a yep. business. Communication is key. Yes. So if you're talking to a woman, your woman, that woman, and you're not showing her that you're a person worthy of respecting, whether it be your opinion, right. whether it be your perspective, whether it be you as an individual, they're not going to give you that respect automatically because that's what society, unfortunately, has taught people that they don't have to. My my rights first. Your rights are infringing on mine. So how are we going to respect each other? Are we going to agree to respect each other? Or are you going to force it to become a situation where either we're not going to communicate at all, right. or I'm going to have to force you to respect me? Once I, me personally, if I get to the point where I got to force you to respect me, it's done. I need to walk away. Yeah. I need to walk away because by nature, not so much anymore, but by nature, I'm a violent man. Okay. I, the majority of my life, I've had absolutely no problem pushing somebody's teeth down their throat. So I've slowed my role and taken a few steps away from that mentality because again, as we get older, we become more aware right. of our ability to communicate and our intellectual, emotional, like you say, and we need to constantly put that out there so that we can introduce it to people even those that are just meeting us for the first time so they can have an understanding all right all right this is how this guy is i can tell already he's not somebody i want to cross that line with or that i want to infringe on their boundaries so let me tread carefully and then once they get to know you and they understand that i'm not doing this to be a hard ass i'm doing this because i want to make sure that we respect each other and then of course introducing that aspect once a younger man accomplishes that for himself then if they want to become a dom or a master or a whatever then they can introduce that perspective and that mentality into the dynamic of having a sub or a slave or whatever and not every aspect is for everybody i had this conversation recently with with a couple of people and there's certain aspects to the bdsm lifestyle that i don't find particularly attractive i don't knock it everybody got their hustle everybody got their kink everybody got right. their get down but it's not something i would ever introduce into the way i flow so i wouldn't participate in it i have knowledge of it because i just choose to be a knowledgeable individual but i don't participate in it enough to be able to say hey yeah i can show you right. how to teach your sub to become a pet right or teach your sub to transition into a slave i can show you i don't participate in that but i can show you now again if we had these events like you were saying before <laughs> it would be so much easier because Absolutely. okay listen, on my page i have these five people these 10 people that right are pretty consistent with what they're showing me they're living like how right. they're living it i want to introduce them to this so they can level up and then once we do that now we have a council now we have a group of people that can interact and form some kind of a commission or some kind of a, fa a bdsm family yeah like back in the day that was a big thing like right. you knew who was who you right. walked in a room and you recognized faces like you know who they were 
You didn't see them all the time. You know what I'm saying? You may not have, of course, we didn't have cell phones and all that. So you may not have had their personal phone number at home. But when you went to these events, the love was there. The respect right. was there. They knew what you were about. And that's the main problem. People don't know what other people are really about. So you right. get a lot of these guys that are full of shit. You get a lot of these fake doms out there. You get a lot of these subs that, or a lot of these women that they think that they want to be a sub when they're really not right. a sub. Yes. They're just a really kinky chick. And then you have some that they want to become doms. They have a very dominant personality. Dominant. They need to get into the lifestyle somehow. And because in their opinion, you know, women are all viewed as subs, which that's right. absolutely not true. True. They want to come in that way. And then right. you, you're like, hold on a second, but you're trying to peg that dude. Subs don't do that shit. Like you walked in here with a strap on. What's wrong with that? Is that? Come on, we're not gonna go that route. You need to take that shit off first of all. No, no, right. Nobody's really ready for that. And, uh, and let's have this conversation before we go right. further. Yeah, you're in the wrong yeah. room for that. Yeah, you're in the wrong right. room for that. So again, the 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 beauty of is there's a beauty to social media with bringing so many people together that have never met each other, like me, like you and I. But we've got great connection. And then there's the ugly of it, whereas though. There's so many imposters and people. It's so funny that regular, the every, the common person doesn't have the foresight to see that 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 social media is just what it is. Unless you really know a person and get to see how their life is, talk to them on a daily basis, you really don't know what this person is about. I've I've had people like, I want you to be my dime online, and I'm like, I can't dime you online. I can put you on to some stuff and show you some things far as some information, but I can't really call you my sub and get into this game online because it's it's fake. And I, I remember this one girl, I think she was from Poland. I was in a group. Girl from Poland was talking to this dude. He's from the States. And I was like, they were going through all this stuff online. Somebody say something to her. He trying to defend her and all this shit. And I was like, listen, man. You've been fucking with this dude for about a good year now. Is Has he made any plans to come see you? He said he's going to come see me, something with his passport. I was like, this is bullshit. It's bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. You know? Come on. I'm like, you know, uh, like at this point, after a year, he should be making plans to absolutely, this is when I'm coming to see you. Because that's what men do, especially if you're going that hard for her. You should want to be in her company to really bring it all together. But... It's just, y'all can't see that, but they be starving. So many women are starving for attention that they'll take that. And they actually, and people actually invest their whole emotions into somebody they never met or off some promises, which is bullshit. It's like walking into a bakery and selling for crumbs. Yeah. Yeah. I see now I've mentored from a long distance. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm right. I've been there. Yeah. So it's a difference. It's not on some real hardcore dom. You're mine. You give them direction. You give them some right. rules to follow. There's interaction that goes on here and there, depending on how immersed you are, how not, what their life is about. Again, like right. we were talking about before, you don't know, you got a mom, you got two kids, two jobs. She's right. busting her ass out there in Okie Do. And you don't, she don't have time to be taking pictures, bowing down at the front right. walking door. So, right. coming home. You're not, stop it. Don't do that. Right. And, it's, and for the most part, I'd say 99.9% .9 of the time, it's an ego trip for these dudes. 100%. Yeah. And I frown on that heavily because if you were to be able to go through their screen right. and see their real life, these guys work in a 7-Eleven. You know I'm saying they're the Slurpee dudes. They're trash. Yeah, but they want that master, master wolf killer, god of everything motherfucker. Get out of here with that. Yeah, straight up. Yeah, straight up. Listen, yes. Yeah, listen, you killing me. Yeah. I can't respect any of that. You no. Know? And I've had guys come at me sometimes. They'll get pissed off because I let people be who they want to be. It's social media, so a lot of it is bullshit. But I'm going to let you rock. You want to be out there like you got an S on your chest? Okay. But when you say something that I think is detrimental to either the lifestyle or to a person because you're leading them down the wrong path, I'm going to step in and say something to you. Right. Now, if I say something, you get your feelings hurt. That's your fucking problem. 100%. I don't really care. You know what I'm saying? What you going to do? You want to come see me? You don't want to do I'm that. I'm good with it. You don't I'm good do with it. Yeah, but right. you don't want to do that. Yeah, then, right. you know. and then they get mad, so they right. hit me in the DMs. Oh, you didn't have to embarrass me. Yes, the hell I did. Yeah, yeah. you're a clown, and you're making those of us that have busted our asses to get to where right. we're at and get the respect, as they say, put on our name. You're getting on that because when they say Dom, 
they say, okay, well, he says he's a dom. He says he's a dom. He's a dom. One of these things is not like the other. So how come these guys are all seemingly full of shit? And there's this one guy that he seems like he really knows what he's doing, but they all right. say they're dom. So maybe he's full of shit too. No, I'm not right. full of shit. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I'm not that dude. They are. Exactly. So I got a little vindictive for about a good six months. I was going at dudes. I was going on pages and on, <laughs> on chats and I was just like eviscerating them. I'm no mercy. They were like, chill out, man. Fuck. Another right i've had their subs contact me i'm so glad you did that because you, you shamed him into telling the truth or right. you blew up his spot because they were talking this one guy i remember this one dude i can't remember what his screen name was it wasn't shit anyway right. but uh, but he was going on and on about he was a shibari master oh really oh okay okay and he was get. i mean he was getting like i've been in Shibari 15 years, and I was taught by the Grandmaster Blase Blah, he gave some funky-ass Japanese name, and I was like, right. okay. So, again, in the age of technology, you Google. I, Google, I Google the shit out of that Grandmaster, no right. person, okay? And then in the world of Shibari, the top masters are all known. They're all known. I am by far not close to being even remotely called Master when it comes to Shibari, I know my knots. I'm pretty good at it, but that's a, as far as I go. Right. I'm highly interested in it because I see it as an art form. Absolutely. So I asked him a simple question. I said, so would you say that Shibari came from Kimbaku? And he said, oh, absolutely. He says, yeah, Kimbaku was the originating form of Shibari and so on and so forth. And I was like, really? I said, so let me stop you because that's bullshit. He was like, what do you mean? So I broke it down to him about right. Shibari, Kimbaku, right. the difference between one being an art form and the other right. one being, it's almost like a martial art. Like you're learning the art form, but there's a science to one and there's an art form to another. Uh, another. That's the right. basic breakdown. And he was like, no, it's not. So I was like, all right, cool. So this is what I'm going to do for you. So I went on Google and I took a screenshot of, of a basic introduction to Shibari and, right. and then I posted it on the chat. It was like, oh, oh, what I was trying to say, I was like, what you were trying to say with some more bullshit, you need to stop. Just stand stop. corrected. Yeah. Just, just stand like, corrected. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't. Just stand corrected. That's it. That's just it. Stand simple. Say thank you for enlightening me for correcting me. Because that's like, <clears throat> and being humble as men. And that whole Dom thing is just it they make it seem like it's all about arrogance and it's not. Because if I'm ever saying some crazy shit, I'm so thankful that someone comes will come along and be like, hey yo. That ain't right. It's really mm -hmm. this. Cool. Thank you. And I don't mind if it's public because I'm like, I'm glad you straightened me out because right. I don't want to be out here misrepresenting. And at the same right. time, I want people to understand that I'm fucking human. I can make right. mistakes. I can be on assumptions on shit because who knows where everybody got their education from. But if someone knows something more than you or knows more, more knows the real truth about it, then you should accept. <clears throat> you should want to know. And right. to be glad that someone enlightens you on it. And I don't mind if it's public or private. Like, I want to be, I want to show people that I can be wrong and I can accept being corrected. And that's going to make everyone that I'm dealing with better. It makes everyone that I deal with better. But right. ego is a motherfucker. And people, and as you said, God's got to have this facade that I'm this big dime and all that. I have not had the success in my life without having mentors above me pulling my ass through, correcting mm -hmm. me when I make mistakes and either saying it in a good Obama way or a straight up, you fucking up way. But it's right. all to help me become better. And so I don't Absolutely. see, I don't take correction unless it's out of malice as a bad thing. You can tell when somebody's just really coming at your neck out of malice and when someone's coming, out of you, coming at your neck out of love and just respect. And a lot of guys just can't take being wrong. And here's the thing though. If you're shooting dumb shit that's really going to affect people in a negative way, you need to get your neck came at. We're not living through humility, man. We're not really growing. It, humility not. is the foundation of every great man. I don't care yes. which one you want to choose. Yes. From Gandhi yes. to Malcolm X to Martin Luther King to John F. Kennedy to yes. pick a great man. Yes. Any time in history. Yes. Humility was at the base of his success. Yes. Guaranteed. Because yes. if he's not humble, he can't learn. You can't feel... Right. A cup that's not empty. You understand? And the humble yep. man always has an empty cup. Yeah. So, you know, you go around and you get from this person, you get from that person. It's, you want to make soup. 
right. to feed your tribe, right? Yeah. So to make soup to feed your tribe, you got to see the guy that got carrots. You got to see the lady got potatoes. Yeah. You got to see the woman that got water. You got to see the dude yeah. that got other vegetables. Right. See the guy that got a little bit of beef. Right. See the guy that got a little chicken. You know what I'm saying? To put yeah. that all together. You got to see the guy who taught you how to make fire. And you got to yeah. have the guy who has a pot. Like, you can right. get all together. And as a community, as a humble man, you can get all these people together and get this knowledge and learn. Right. I started studying martial arts at the age of five. Okay. And I was fortunate to grow up with my uncle being one of the very few non-Japanese to be inducted into the Japanese Karate Association. Nice. He was a ten, he was a 10th Dan in Shotokan. He was an amazing man. Bounty hunter, former Marine like myself. Nice. That man was amazing. Nice. And my very first black belt, I got at the age of 14. And I got it when I had to fight grown-ass men. Because they beat the snot out of me. I was, listen, I was mad as fuck. I was right. I was like, how are you going to put these grown-ass big brothers to pound my... He was like, listen, if you got in a fight in the street, are you going you gonna to not fight because it's a grown man? I said, no. He said, what you crying for? And I was like, you're right. So he told me a very simple thing. Keep it simple, stupid. Piss. Keep it simple. The more complex you try to make something, the harder it gets. It's just like telling a lie. Yeah. Like you could tell a white lie. Right. Say, only said that because I didn't want to hurt your feelings. Feelings, right. And then that, that turns into something else. And that turns right. into something else. And that, right. Listen, I'd rather hurt you a little bit at the beginning. Right. Telling you the truth. And right. hurt you a lot at the end when you find out I lied. No doubt. No doubt. I'm not. A, I've never been about the bullshit. Never. So when I deal with people, male and female, I give it to them raw. Right. Straight up. Like, right. listen, this is what I'm about. This is what I'm not about. This is what I'm trying to get into. That's what I'll never be able to get into. That's, I'm right. not even interested in that shit. Right. right here looks real crazy. Let me get this first, and then I'm going to see what I can do with that. So there's a lot of, there's some dudes, man, that they're really about, they're really about the life. And the ones that you really can look at and see that they're living it the way you're supposed to live it right. are the ones that are in a couple. Like that, he's the dom, she's right. the sub. They live in it, man. They live right. in it. And there's a level of, I've seen so many memes about the lifestyle. The one statement, it's been played out, but it's really important is if you think that the man holding the chain is the one in control, you don't understand control. Right. There is so much strength in a woman submitting herself to the will of a man or the will of a woman, whichever the dom, whichever type of dom right. she has. Submitting yourself to the will of another person takes strength. Yeah. It takes a depth of courage that that right. most doms, believe it or not, don't have, right. 100%. Most doms would never be able to put themselves in a position of weakness yes. to feel comfortable enough to allow someone else to control the yeah. outcome of that circumstance. 100%. You're right. It's very difficult. It's, it's like difficult. the first time a man who's been hurt before tells a woman that he loves her. Yes. That's some scary shit. It is scary. Because you just revealed to this woman, she got your heart in her hand. Yeah. So you need to understand, is this woman worthy right. of this? Right. Because if she's not worthy, those words will never come out of my mouth. 100%. But if she is, then you will say those words. Just like right. a, a sub has to be more conscious of who she's choosing. Like you said before, like you can't just take any man as a dom. And you can't take any man as your man. Right. Absolutely. Because not only do you have to be concerned with that man possibly being a pedophile, possibly being an abuser, but you also have to think about that man is going to show your sons what kind of man they should be and your daughters, what kind of man they should want. So right. if he's not on that level, he shouldn't be part of your life. life. 100%. You can have him as a friend, but he don't have to be. I and mean, if all you want to do is just get it beat out, you know what? Babysitter, come over. Have homeboy take you to the telly, beat your back out, and call it what it is. You're getting some ass. You right. But can you let him beat your back out without catching feelings? That's the problem. Because that's the problem. Because if they get it good, they're like, oh, right. no, I can't let this go to some other girl. 100%. I got to keep right. this here. Right. You know what? Then You got to fall back. Right. right. You got to fall back. You know, this, I always tell people, when you want to pick a partner, make a list of 10 things. The 10 top things that you feel you must have in a partner. When you have that list, look at the person you're interested in. If they can hit six or seven out of those 10, that's mm. a good partner. That's a good partner. Right. Because nobody's going to hit all 10. Nobody's right. going to no hit perfect mate. No doubt. So if you can get six or seven out of that 10, you're doing really well. If you can get eight, you're doing right. fantastic. If you get 10, he's a fucking right. liar. 
Yeah, bro, me and you be on the, you, yo, you and I are so much on the same page. So the young lady I advised told her, make a list, two lists of five things. Five things in a man that will make you the best version of yourself and five things in a man that bring out the worst in you. Mm. And then we go over that list. And, and really, once we go over that list, it really, you could combine two of those things into the other three. However, it, she never looked at it like that. And I'm like, you got to know the traits in other people that bring out the worst in you. Because right. if I meet a woman who's very aggressive and is more of that, go, and I'm not a go-getter, so it's not the go-getter mentality, but it's the, they have a certain way about them that they have to be in control. And it's very subtle. If I'm saying I'm gonna come, we're gonna go out tonight. Is what time you gonna be here? What should I? It is all these things, these questions that hold on. I'm gonna inform you of everything else, but I got this. The reservations, the did it, and when I feel that energy from women, I just don't even take it no further because I know that she gonna take me to a place and myself at some point. That I'm not going, she's going to bring out that monkey suit. And I really don't want, I really try to keep that tucked in that closet. You know what I mean? But I can tell <laughs> she the type that's going to try me. See, I don't, see, if we have some, if we have a disagreement or something funky between us and it's happenstance, then that's easier to deal with than someone that creates a situation to see where, how I'm going to react. I don't like that shit. Don't right. do no purposeful shit because. As you said, you know how you can be. And I know how I can be. I can be very devious and very, if you really think you the shit, I can really tear you apart. And because you're a woman, I'm going to, see, most men are going to, a lot of dudes will be physical. And I'm going to lay back and tear you the fuck apart emotionally. But that's not what I'm here for. I'm not here to really break you down. I'm here to build you the fuck up and add on. Right. So what you want is to see which one of us is better in this emotional way or who can get more control. And then once I see that, I just walk away because it's, it's just not necessary. I like very feminine women. And I realize that not everybody's for me. And so I told the young lady, I said, look, when I broke up with my last girlfriend, who I drew a line in the sand one night, I said, listen, we had just came back. We both had some little drinks. I said, listen, we was having this argument. I was like, I'm going to shut the fuck up. And you're going to shut the fuck up. We're both going to go to sleep. We'll wake up in the morning. And then we'll we'll talk. It'll be a better conversation. She kept going. I said, dig this, man. I'm going to shut the fuck up. And you're going to shut the fuck up. And we're going to go to sleep. And if you don't shut the fuck up, I'm going to put my clothes on. And I'm going to leave this motherfucker with trash bags of my shit. And I'm not coming back. And she kept going. I got up, put my pants on. I never, walked, never came to fuck back. And I'm dead fucking serious. Because when a motherfucker draws a line in the sand... When a person is asking you to please stop, even if a woman said to me, look, we are, look, oh, let's just leave it right here, please, and just come back to it. And, I, and my humility is, I'm not telling her to shut the fuck up. I'm saying, I'm going to shut the fuck up first. You shut the fuck up, and let's go to sleep. When she kept going, I'm like, that's it. You don't understand my line of respect, so I have to show you where this is at. She still texts me every fucking day. That was two years ago I walked up. <laughs> we still good friends. I told her like, yo, we're, we are, the problem is we're great friends, but we're horrible fucking lovers. And I was like, right. but we could be friends as if we're horrible lovers. And she just feels bad because she knew she fucked it up. Which is usually the case. Not that the woman fucks it up, but, no, but they feel bad because they realize that had they been a little bit more mature, a right. little bit more conscious of the respect level you were asking for, they would still be where they wanted to be. The respect level that you should already have. And one of the one of the aspects of that situation right there, if you chose to go in that direction, is that it's a teaching point. It is. There's ways to teach someone like that how to communicate better. And it's usually done when there's not an argument. And you can have just a conversation. And you can be like, listen, I noticed that a couple of times we've had these arguments and the reason that we're not reaching a resolution is because we're not meeting in the middle as we should as people that have love and affection for one well, another. Because if we love each other and we respect each other, then there's no reason why we shouldn't see in the middle. Being angry 
means that you feel you're not being heard. 100%. I want you to understand I'm hearing you. I want to connect with you. 100%. So, so let's meet in the middle. And if we ever get to the point where we see we're getting into an argument again, let's agree that we're both going to stop the argument and have either a more calm conversation or we're going to put right. it to rest for a minute so we're feeling a little bit more positive with each other <laughs> and then have a better conversation so we can meet in the middle that communication thing man i'm telling you people it's major. don't understand it is an art form to communicate it is you have to have problem resolution mentality i hate to interrupt but thank you for listening to part one of my conversation with legendary wolf and if you want to reach out to us, you can contact him at Legendary Wolf on Instagram. You can find me at Sir INQ on Instagram, Tumblr, Facebook is Sir Inks the Experience. We also have a site, kinkspace.net. Come check that out. You can always come to my website, sirinc.com, for resources, educational material, products and services. Come check us out. And also, part two is coming. So stay tuned. Thank you. That was quite an experience, wasn't it? Tune in again for a fresh release of Sir Inc.'s The Experience Podcast.